You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade. Joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. And we are two sports writers who got our start covering the Chargers over five seasons ago doing our own Facebook Live show, Chargers Domination Live. I also write for the LA Football Network. And now this is our fourth season as the host of the Locked On Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. What's up, guys? It is the final show before the Chargers square off against the Washington football team. I just got done watching Thursday Night Football. I'm jacked up. I'm ready to go for this weekend for sure. I mean, what a game to start the NFL season. And the Chargers have a game on Sunday. Before we get into it, welcome into the show. Thank you guys who are all checking it out, especially those who are checking it out for the first time. And if you don't already, make sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcast from. All right, David, on today's show, it is our first keys for success and predictions of the season. So we're going to start the show by getting into our defensive keys for success. Then in the middle, we'll get into our offensive keys and we'll talk about what we expect and what we need to see you know, from Justin Herbert and company. And then we'll also, at the end of the show, get into our bold predictions offensively and defensively and give our game predictions. And my game prediction might change throughout this show. I mean, maybe Dave makes a couple good points. Maybe he sways me. I don't know. I think this is going to be a really, really close game this weekend because there's a lot we just don't know. But before we get going, I do need to tell you guys that if you want to check out the Ultimate Season Preview 2021, you still can. It's not too late to listen for the previews of every team in every division from our local experts and the Odyssey NFL experts. Just make sure to search Ultimate Season Preview 2021 today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, David, it's time. It's time to get into our first keys for success for the season. I'm so pumped. I am first, David. Just how excited are you that we have a game in a couple of days? I can't really contain it, honestly. This offseason, it's been better than the last couple, I would say. We've done yeah. a better job of putting shows out. I feel really confident that our product has been getting better. But there's nothing like the football season. And now that fans are back where they belong, in in the stadiums, watching their favorite teams, the environment is finally back to where it should be. I am super excited to watch the Chargers on Sunday. Yeah, and I mean, everything in the offseason is just, you know, thinking about what's going to happen, trying to predict what's going to happen. How good are you? You don't know anything until you strap it up for the first time, right? on that first Sunday of the season. And we're going to learn a ton about the Chargers on Sunday, especially with this new coaching staff. That's what I'm most looking forward to. Just what does this Brandon Staley team look like? In only a couple of days, Brandon Staley will be taking the field, taking the sideline for his first time as an NFL head coach. How can you not be excited about that? 38 years old was an assistant just three years ago. Exactly. So let's get into his side of the football because he will be calling the plays defensively for the Chargers. Let's get into our keys for success here for the Chargers defense. David, I'll let you start us off. Yeah, so my first key when I look at this uh, Washington football team offense and I'm looking for areas to exploit, I look at the offensive line and I see on the right side a rookie starting at right tackle in the name of Sam Cosme. The first key to success is to test him early and test him often. We need to see him prove his medal against Joey Bosa, against Uchenna, against Kyler Fackrell, against Derwin James. 
I want to see them really put him to the test. I was listening to Chargers Weekly, and uh, one of the Washington representatives was talking about how, in practice, Montez Sweat and Chase Young were absolutely harassing him and beating him and telling him about how they were beating (laughs) him. And so I thought that was kind of interesting, but... He's going to go up against two of two guys, three guys that can really get after the quarterback, and one that's one of the best in the league in Joey Bosa. So let's test Sam Cosby and see what he's all about. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers just have to get pressure in general. I mean, that's just something we didn't see enough of under Gus Bradley, especially over the last couple of years. You have Joey Bosa on your team, and you end up 25th in the NFL in sacks in 2020. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> oh, jinx. Unacceptable, 100%, hands down. It just can't happen. So the one thing you can see now, though, for the Chargers is at least if it's not working but just doing what you're doing, you probably have a coach that will try something else, send blitzers, get creative, and find ways to get pressure on the quarterback. The Chargers have to do it, and interior pressure especially. Will we see that come from Limbaugh Joseph or Jerry Tillery or Justin Jones? We didn't see him in the preseason. This is our first chance to really get a glimpse of these guys who the last we heard, you know, played well against the 49ers in joint practices. There's a lot on Justin Jones and Jerry Tillery, especially. Limbaugh Joseph is what he is, and he's solid. The other two guys, you still don't know at this point in their career. Those guys are going to have to not just find a way to get some interior pass rush because that makes the job easier for all of the guys on the outside, all of the edge rushers, but also how will they hold up against the run, David? Because that's the biggest thing with this group. It's been a struggle for the Chargers for a couple of years now, seemingly 10 years, right? It seems like they always struggle against the run, not just the defensive interior. The linebackers will play a part of it too, but how these guys hold up against the run will be a huge factor in this game. If they do it well, that's going to make the Washington offense one-dimensional and really let Brandon Staley get into his bag and pull some things off. Yeah, I mean, that, that has to be another key, right, is bottling up Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson last year in 14 games, was really productive, 795 yards on 170 carries and 11 touchdowns. I mean, that's incredible. He averaged 4.7 yards per carry. He's a former wide receiver turned running back. A guy who's really explosive, has great speed. He's an okay pass catcher. He didn't score any touchdowns in that avenue, but this guy is dangerous, and you have to account for him, and you definitely need to bottle up that running game if – Fitzmagic is able to get into a rhythm to where he's able to set up that play action with some gashes from Antonio Gibson, then this is going to be a long day. So you absolutely have to neutralize that run game and make Fitzmagic throw when he doesn't want to. Yeah, and Antonio Gibson, I'm surprised they didn't use him more in the passing game last year as a guy who converted from wide receiver. They used J.D. McKissick a lot in that role. When Antonio Gibson can do it, hopefully they still kind of haven't figured that part out. Because I don't really want to see that, but it's not even (laughs) just, I mean, getting to the spot, right? You have to be able to tackle, and tackling is so huge. We're expecting the tackling to be much better under Brandon Staley, but we also know how few live rounds these guys got in practice to actually light somebody up. A lot of the defensive stars didn't even get to tackle anybody to the ground for the entire offseason, right? So tackling is going to be huge. This is my next key for success, Derwin James. That's it. Mic drop. That's it. (laughs) Derwin James has to be Derwin James for this defense to be special. I expect nothing less, but, you know, it is a key for success. Just Derwin James. I'm just so excited to watch him, David. I literally just have that as one of my keys for success on defense. Derwin James. Well, yeah, because Derwin James can... 
because Derwin James can neutralize any offensive weapon that you want him to. You want him to cover Terry McLaurin? I'm confident that he can do that. If you want him to take away the tight ends, he can do that. If you want him to sit in the box and snuff out Antonio Gibson, he can do that too. Whatever you want Derwin James to do, he can do. The only thing that sucks is that you don't have 10 more of them that you can put on the defensive side. Imagine that. Uh, but yeah, Derwin James is absolutely incredible, and I can't wait to see him go out there with Joey Bosa. And that's another one of my keys that leads me into beautifully is get exotic with your blitzes. Don't be afraid to send those linebackers. Drew Tranquil looked really good blitzing in the preseason. Kenneth Murray, we know he's going to get involved in the blitz. We know Derwin James is going to go. They're going to send Chris Harris. We saw Asante Samuel Jr. come in on the blitz. Just get really, really creative. Make Fitzpatrick uh, very uncomfortable. Let, let him try to think about where the blitz is going to come next and really hit Fitzmagic as much as you possibly can. The blitz is going to be very important in this game. This defensive scheme that Brandon Staley is bringing to the table is much different than last year, and it's much more aggressive, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and I think, I mean, part of it is just going to be are your disguises going to hold up, and I think a big part of that is also going to be communication, which is one of my other keys for success for the defense. I mean, we know this is a more exotic defense than Gus Bradley's. We've heard all the players talk about it. But one of the things Joey Bosa said is, hey, we have to talk a lot more now. The communication is much more important than it's been in years past. So to really get the full extent of this defense and really have it achieve its highest potential, the communication has to be on point. Derwin James is leading that with the green dot on his helmet. But especially with a lot of young players, David, out here, some new chargers on the field, the defense is going to have to communicate really, really well in this game to make sure there's no blown coverages because the Washington football team has some explosive playmakers on offense. Antonio Gibson's explosive. Terry McLaurin's explosive. You're only one blown coverage away from an 80-yard touchdown. We know how debilitating that's been to the Chargers when they've given up those big plays in the past. So that's something I'm going to be watching closely on Sunday. But we haven't even talked about Justin Herbert and the offense. So coming up after this, we'll get into what we need to see from Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen and company going into this game and also what the latest is on Austin Eckler and if he'll be out there we'll get into that coming up right after this but first I need to tell you guys about my favorite protein bar and I'm talking about Built Bars I mean I love Built Bars I use eat them you know every single week I'm having a few of them I always keep mommy when I'm going out and going into work and eat on my lunch break with Built Bars they taste delicious and that's the most important thing about a protein bar it has to taste good especially for me or I'm just not going to eat it and you get a ton of flavors I mean with Built Bar you can go cookies and cream, my favorite peanut butter brownie. Then you can also go coconut, mint brownie, salted caramel. I mean, there's flavors for everyone on here. And you can feel like you're having something that doesn't fit in your diet when it actually does. I mean, you can have that cheat meal while actually finding something that's good for you as well because most of the bars have about 17 to 18 grams of protein, which is great, and calories ranging from 130 to 180, and only about 4 or 5 grams of sugar and 4 or 5 grams of net carbs. So, Right now, make sure you guys are getting in on the Built Bar action and saving some money. Since you listen to the show, if you go to Built.com, you can use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, David, what we talked about, you know, Joey Bosa and Derwin James and all the guys we're excited about. We didn't even talk about the linebackers who will have to be great as well. But now it's time to flip things over and get to the offensive side of things. And I think we have to start here with the injury report because... That's where the Chargers are getting hit this week with Brian Bulaga and Austin Eckler on the injury report. The good news, like we talked about yesterday, 
Brian Bulaga is still a full participant in Thursday's practice. Austin Eckler, though, did not participate. And it was weird because he went out there in full pads, shoulder pads, leg pads, helmet, the whole thing, and then did yeah, a I practice. I got deeks, man. I did not like that. I was like, okay, awesome. Austin Eckler's in full pads. He's going to go out there and practice. Everything's good. And then I see a tweet soon after he didn't, he didn't practice at all. And I'm like, what the hell? I definitely got deked out on that one. Well, and the other thing, too, is like what he's posting on social media, you know, like he's out there saying, you know, only four more days until I basically, get, you know, get to go out there and start this season for the Chargers and how excited he is and stuff like that. So he doesn't seem like he has the spirits of a guy who's not going to play. But you don't practice Wednesday or Thursday going into the final practice on Friday before you take off to Washington. It can't be a good sign. And I just think that with him, there's just some things he can do that the Chargers don't have elsewhere in that backfield. And I think also just throughout the league, I mean, you just can't find Austin Eckler's skill set just sitting out there. They can still be fine without him, but he is going to be a huge factor in this game, especially in a game I believe is going to be close. Not having him would be a huge blow to the Chargers offense, in my opinion. But let's get into the keys of the guys who will be out there and that we know for sure will be out there. David, go ahead and start us off with your first offensive key for success of the season. So when you look at this Washington football team defense, they are definitely one of the best units in the league. They were a yeah. top five unit last year. They are going to be one this year. Their defensive line is very stout. The interior is fantastic. Their their edge rushers are fantastic. Their corners are pretty damn good with William Jackson the third and Kendall Fuller. They have a couple of decent safeties, but their linebacking core is young and also, they're a little bit inexperienced, and they're limited as far as coverage is concerned. So my first key for success is to target the linebackers and especially that rookie, Jamin Davis. He's going to be learning on the job, so I want you to take Donald Parham, and I want you to take the veteran, Jared Cook, and I want you to run those quick crossers over the middle and just victimize those linebackers. Try to scheme up where you have a one-on-one with a linebacker on a tight end as much as possible and take advantage of those matchups. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've talked about it so many times on this show. It's so hard to transition from the college linebacker to the NFL linebacker. It's just really tough to do. Even guys like Devin Bush and Devin White on the Buccaneers, I mean, those guys are now really, really good. They all struggled early on. So that's something that happens. And even though Jamin Davis is one of the leaders of the Defensive Rookie of the Year, if you look at the odds, You might be able to exploit him in this game because he's so young, because it is his first NFL game. I think that's a great call, but you're talking about that defensive front, you know, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. That's going to be huge. And for me, my key is the offensive line has to show up. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about the offensive line being much improved. Here's your chance to show it. This is going to be the barometer. It's not just Chase Young. Shut up time. Yeah. And it's not just Chase Young versus Rashawn Slater. One of the things that's absolutely brutalized the Chargers in years past, interior pressure. And the, yeah. I mean, the Washington football team has some really good guys in there. I didn't even talk about Matt Ioannidis. Like, they have waves of guys coming on the interior. Dan Feeney, Forrest Lamb weren't getting it done. And interior pressure sucks for quarterbacks. So, for me, we've heard a lot about this offensive line, especially on the interior with a guy like Corey Lindsley. I think they can do it. Don't get me wrong. But that has to be a key for success in this game. We knew the offensive line had to get better. Now we have to see it. Yeah, they invested a lot of resources in improving this offensive line. They knew that last year's unit was not going to cut it this year. They cut bait with four of the five members, and they spent some decent money on overhauling that unit. They get one of the best centers in 
football and Corey Lindsley. They bring in Matt Filer. They bring in Odey Abushi. They draft Rashawn Slater. So now it's time for them to go out there and show what they can do and really give Justin Herbert more time and open up some more holes in the running game because both of those avenues last year for the Chargers offensive line was not good enough. They weren't good in pass protection. They were not good in run blocking either. So we need to see them show up. I absolutely agree with that. My next key for success is to pass on early downs to set up the run. The Chargers last year were really bad on first downs run running the ball. Yep. They only gained 3.9 yards per carry, and that was only a 41% success rate. That is from Warren Sharp football. We talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago on a show, but I thought it was very important to bring that back up. So pass early on to get yourself to get yourselves in some very manageable down and distance situations so you can keep that chain moving, eat up clock, stay on the field, and then end those drives in touchdowns. That is my next key for success. Yeah, it'll be huge, and I think we will see more of that under Joe Lombardi, under Brandon Staley, especially, you know, than we saw last year with Anthony Lynn as the head coach. But I talked about the offensive line showing up. I think a big part of this game, too, will be how the newcomers kind of handle their first game because on the offense, I mean, you have a lot of new starters. We talked about all the guys on the offensive line, four new starters, but you also have a new starting tight end with Jared Cook, and you also have, you know, a new offensive skill players that will get on the field like a Josh Palmer like a Larry Roundtree, it's going to be important for those guys who are stepping into roles for an NFL team to get off to a good start on Sunday against the Washington football team and make some meaningful contributions when their number is called upon. But let's get to a very obvious key for success here, David. I think one of the ones I have is Herbert picking up where he left off, right? And I think obviously for the Chargers season, that's going to be a huge key for success. But for the Chargers to win this game, David, Justin Herbert's going to have to do some Justin Herbert-like things. We're going to have to see some of the acrobatic, you know, crazy athletic plays that we saw from him in his crazy rookie season last year. He has to get off to, you know, a good start. And I know it's a very good defense they're going up against. But even if he doesn't have an all-around great game, he's still going to have to have some moments where he makes some big plays for this team for them to have a chance. And one of those things could be picking up first downs with his legs. There's not a lot of weak spots against the Washington football team. If you look at receivers, running backs, tight ends, All of them performed badly against the Washington football team last year. The one place where quarterbacks had success was on the ground, where the Washington football team gave up the sixth most rushing yards to quarterbacks last year. So I don't say put him in a lot of danger, David, but his athleticism could be a very big advantage for the Chargers in this game. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be those designed runs, right? It could be him scrambling. We saw him last year where... You know, he made some mistakes thrown across his body, and then he had learned from those mistakes by running those next plays. And he has the athletic ability to run and rip off chunk runs if he's smart about it. We just don't need him knocking out linebackers like he did against the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Although it's entertaining, we want to keep this guy healthy and be ready to go throughout 17 games. But if it's there, take it. Definitely take it. But. I definitely love that. For me, I think the next one is to bring in the tight ends to do some max protect because these edge rushers are going to be coming after Justin Herbert, and I want the Chargers to take their shots in this game. They have to take a few shots. I know this secondary is very good, but you can't be intimidated by them, and you can't allow them to dictate what you want to do. You want to dictate to them what you're going to do. So I want to see them take a few shots, and I want them to specifically target Benjamin St. Juiced. He's got some big size, 
but I feel like he's going to be a guy they're going to look to target with Mike Williams with those jump ball situations, and I think I like my chances with Mike Will. Yeah, and I, he doesn't have the best top end speed either. I mean, for a tall guy, I'd rather probably, you know, try to beat him with speed or something like that and have Mike Williams try to find the corner that's, you know, five foot ten. But I totally get what you're saying. Pick on the rookies. I loved Benjamin St. Juice coming out. There's still a reason he wasn't a first round pick, right? The dude has flaws to his game. He's getting put in a big role with the Washington football team. That could be a place where you exploit it. And I also want to just throw in here before we get into our predictions. You have to get some production from the running backs. I don't know if you'll be able to run the ball well. It's very hard to run block when you have a new offensive line like that. It still should be better than last year, but it is a very tough front they're going up against. Whether it's in the passing game or the running game, the running backs, whoever's out there, are going to have to be a factor and they're going to have to produce in this game, especially with a team who can get pressure quickly. Those dump offs to the running backs and the tight ends. I think are going to be huge for this game for the offense. I want to see some Larry Roundtree, man. I want to see what Larry Larry Roundtree can bring in between the tackles. If he can throw in a couple of five, six-yard chunk runs to put them in some better down and distances, I think it's going to really help this offense. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Larry Roundtree does. I mean, we'll see what his role is. Obviously, if there's no Austin Eckward, then it's an all-hands-on-deck situation, and you could probably chalk him up for at least seven or eight touches. We don't know what his role is going to be going in as a rookie, but – We do have one more segment to get into because it's time to make our first bold predictions and game predictions for the season. So we're going to get into that coming up right after this. But first, I need to tell you guys that this is the best weekend of all to bet on sports because football is back. I mean, we just saw Thursday night football, a crazy game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. Now you guys can get in on the action with the official betting sponsor of the Locked on Chargers podcast, betonline.ag. Right now, they have a ton of great contests going on for the start of the season. Online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at Bet Online. And it's not even just sports. If you want to, you can even go bet on your favorite Vegas casino games. But I'm sticking to football right now, and I'm looking at some great Chargers bets that are out there, especially this upcoming game against the Washington football team. If you feel strongly about it, it's about a pick em right now. It's a really close game at Bet Online. So make sure you guys get your bets in before Sunday and then let the action unfold because you get some bets in on Sunday. You're going to have a good day. Betting on football is just the best. And we can even help you guys' bank out because if you go to the website or your mobile device, you can sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus with the promo code LOCKDOWN. That's promo code LOCKDOWN, all caps, one word, at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, David, well, we gave our keys for success, but there was one side of the ball we didn't get to get into, and that's special teams. So even though we didn't do a you know full segment for our special teams keys for success, It goes without saying that the special teams could win or lose the Chargers this game. I mean, the Chargers are going to have to make sure they have their bases covered on special teams coverage in the kicking game to have a chance in a game that we expect to be close. And you don't want bad special teams, especially in close games. Yeah, just stay clean, right? Just don't make any catastrophic mistakes. Don't allow them to block any punts. Please make all your kicks. Uh, Be good in punt coverage and kickoff coverage. Just do everything the way you're supposed to do. I don't need any flashy plays. Just go out there and do your job. Exactly. I mean, three blocked punts last year. Awful. I mean, if you miss a field goal, you miss a field goal. Hopefully, it's 22 not, you know. teams had zero blocked punts last year, yeah. and the Chargers had three of them. Yeah, no, that's it's insane how bad that was for the Chargers last year. But coverage as well. I mean, this could be a very defensive game. Coming up, the battle of field position is going to be huge. So finding those hidden yards on special teams, 
something the Chargers have struggled on is a big key for success for them as well. But let's get into our bold predictions here, David. Let's start on the defensive side of things. The first bold predictions of the season. What are you going with for the defense? Bold predictions are back, baby. So I talked about earlier about the linebackers getting involved in the blitzing game, and that is going to tie into one of my bold predictions here. I think the Chargers are going to have five sacks in this game, and three of those are going to come from the linebackers. All right. No, I love that. I mean, that leads perfectly to my bold prediction because I talked about Kenneth Murray potentially being on the verge of a big season I didn't want to go Derwin James or Joey Bosa because I think both those guys could have great games, right? You could see a three-sack game from Joey Bosa. Or, you know, Derwin James could have a sack and a pick in this one. I'm going to go a little off the radar, though, and I'm going to go with Kenneth Murray in this game. I said he was going to be good. I think he gets off to a hot start. I'm going to say Kenneth Murray has 14 tackles, three tackles for loss, and a sack in this game, David. I love that. I, I'm ready for Kenneth Murray to break out. I'm ready for Kenneth Murray to be in a situation and in, in a defense that's really suited for his strengths. Let him come downhill and let him use all those beautiful physical gifts that Kenneth Murray is bringing to the table. So I love that one. Uh, on the on the offensive side, man, the bold prediction I'm looking at. I'm looking at the tight ends. The tight ends. I talked about it. My keys for success. I think they are really going to feast in this game. I think the Chargers tight ends are going to combine for 120 yards and two touchdowns. It's going to be a big game for Donald Parham and Jared Cook. I mean, uh, we should have went over this. I didn't get the memo that our bull predictions were going to be so close this week. I had to go bold with mine now. I had Jared Cook nine for a buck 15 and a touchdown. I think there's going to be a lot of quick passing in this offense. And I think that there's just so many targets that Hunter Henry left behind when he decided to go to the Patriots. Jared Cook's going to pick up a lot of those, and I think Donald Parham will have some chances to make some big plays. I think the more consistent target, though, is going to be Jared Cook. It's going to be attacking that soft middle of the field for the Washington football team, and I just think that for the Chargers to kind of keep the chains moving and get out of some troublesome situations, I think Justin Herbert is going to be looking for Jared Cook. But since you went tight ends, I'll throw in an additional one. Let's say Keenan Allen gets off to a hot start. I think that he's going to not maybe have as many catches as people think, but I think he's going to do more with the catches that he does have. I'm going to say Keenan Allen goes for seven catches and 130 yards and a touchdown in this game. I think it could be a defensive struggle for a lot of it, but you have to go bold and bold prediction. So I'll say Keenan Allen pulls that one off. So let's get into our first game predictions of the year and picking a game That is really hard to pick. I mean, I've gone back and forth a ton of times on this game. The first game of the season is always hard, and the Chargers have struggled to get off to quick starts for forever. Like, the Chargers don't do well, usually early on in the season. All that stuff's out the window now. It's Brandon Staley. It's his first game as a head coach, but he is traveling to go play against a very good defense on the East Coast, right, in his very first game in what could potentially be a hostile environment after Justin Herbert didn't have to go against any crowds last year. So those are just some of the factors that are going through my mind, David, as we get into this final game prediction, trying to get off to a 1-0 start as a predictor. So, David, when you're looking at this one, who are you picking for your week one game prediction? This is a really tough matchup. The Washington football team is a great up-and-coming team. This defense is no joke. They are nasty. This is going to be one of the toughest tests that the Chargers are going to face all year. The Washington football team, they think their offense is a lot more improved. But at the end of the day, I think the Chargers defense is going to be very good this year. 
and I trust the Chargers offense to make less mistakes than the Washington football team offense. I think they they like what they have with Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick or Fitztragic, whatever we're going to see. But I expect and I trust Justin Herbert to protect the football more than Fitzpatrick will. So with that being said, that is the reason why I am picking the Chargers to win their first game of the season in a low-scoring game. I'm going 24-20, Chargers win. That's funny. At one point, I had the exact opposite of that. I had a Washington football team 24-20 to win against the Chargers. It's so tough, and I think the, one of the toughest things about this is in a close game, you want to be able to count on your special teams, and right now, I just don't know how much faith I have in Tristan Vizcaino, right? We haven't seen him in an NFL game with the Chargers. He's had one in his career where he made all his field goals, but week one, you have the game-winning field goal lined up. That's a totally different situation. I did talk to some Washington people, though, and they're not feeling great about Dustin Hopkins either. So I think there's some special teams on that side, you know, that could be a struggle for them as well. I think the Austin Eckler part of it also makes it extremely tough. I mean, I'm, am I just buying time here to make my position? I don't know. I'm going to say, David, you know what? I'm going to pick them. I'm going to pick the Chargers in this game. I really, really debated picking the Washington football team, but I really am a big believer in Brandon Staley's defense. I do think... It is going to be a slugfest. I'm going to pick the Chargers to win 20-17 to in week one against the Washington football team. I, I went back and forth so many times, David. I think that's just what it has to be. The Chargers are going to win, go 1-0. Brandon Staley will be you know, one of the only undefeated coaches in NFL history, along with the other first-time coaches that win their first game. We'll see if that happens. He could be the only one. We'll never know. But that is going to do it for today's show. I'm so excited for... This whole weekend, guys, football is fully back. The Chargers play at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Right and early. Yeah, make sure you guys set your alarms right. 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you guys know when the game is and where you can find the game in your area because it's going to be a slobber knocker. Let's just hope everyone comes out healthy and the Chargers come away with a big victory in Brandon Staley's first game as the head coach. But... We will be back with you guys on Monday with our post-game reactions. Also, make sure to follow us on social media so you can get our, you know, really rapid reaction right after the game. We'll put out a video, and you can find us on Twitter at LockdownLAC. We also post the show to all of our social media, so you can find the show on my Twitter at DanTalkSports or David Drogemeyer at DroTalkSD. We also post the show on our new Instagram page at LockedOnChargers, as well as our LockedOnChargers Facebook page. We are so excited. Football is back. Make sure you guys follow the show wherever you get your podcast from to make sure you guys don't miss it. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the new Odyssey app, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. You can find the Locked on Chargers podcast there. If you guys want to get your reactions to the game on the show, make sure to call into the Locked on Chargers voicemail line. The number is 323-524-7924. We got football, boys. We got football, ladies and gentlemen. On Sunday, the Chargers are squaring off against the Washington football team. Make sure to be back with us on Monday to hear our reactions to it. But until then, take it easy and go Bolts.